Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Fantastic. So he could become the people's wrestler. He could. You um, get a following, get people out behind him. Nice. Yeah. So get out of the bloke next to you as well. Well, if you want to. Lyle, how are you? Oh, I am down horse chase. Did you forget about me or? No, 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 no. No, no, no that's all right. Just yeah, took time to get to you. <laughs> I can wait one How's your week been? Uh, my week's been pretty busy with wrestling. Uh, yeah. Plenty of uh, indie wrestling to watch over the weekend with uh, ROH, War of the Worlds and Progress Wrestling. SSS 16. So, yeah, I've been pretty flat out. Actually. Highlight? Probably the Young Bucks match for me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Progress Wrestling, that's, that's pretty good too. All right, well, let's get our uh, first guest uh, up and have a chat too. Yeah, so joining us in the studio, we have Kobe. How are you, mate? Very good yourself. Thank you for having me. No, thanks for coming in. We're really excited. Um, after our first show last week, I got a message off your dad, who um, is a friend of mine. Informing me that you've just started your training. Tell yeah, us about it. Um, so I've been in talks with the war machine, Kane Morozov, also known as the Iron Horse previously. Um, he's been talking to me through social media and connecting me to George the Hitman Julio. And I've recently been starting at his um, pro wrestling gym. Amazing. Where is the, where's the gym located? Um, Sunshine. Sunshine in Melbourne? Yeah. Nice. And uh, which promotion is that linked to? Is that linked to a promotion? Yeah, it's linked to um, New Age Wrestling, which is located in Albion, behind Albion Station. Awesome. Awesome. So how, how old are you, Cody? I am 15 years old. 15. Well, I feel I can talk, because I was pretty nervous about our guest from last week. He's a very scary individual. <laughs> um, I want to know, because you're in a great position... For me, it's a bucket list thing that I always wanted to go to wrestling school, but sometimes life gets in the way. <laughs> Starting off great, uh, before life gets in your way, doing this. Who's your favourite wrestler? Of all time? Like, can it be a previous wrestler? Any, anyone. I have to go with CM Punk. I like it. That's, that's, a, good that's, a, that's a good answer. Yeah, and for your age group, that's a, that's a very good one. How long have you known that this is something that you want to try? Um, well, my dad brought me into the wrestling. He's... um got me into it I've been watching it all my life so I knew from the start that one day I'll be with them one day I'll be a pro wrestler amazing and obviously bringing it up to the parents that's it's difficult it's like alright this is something I want to do it's not 
your mainstream you know, sport, your mainstream job. Dad's obviously quite supportive. He's brought you along today and he looks very proud. Um, how'd you bring it up to mum? Well, my mum knows I've loved wrestling for a long time. And um, I've told her about it and she says, if that's your goal, strive to it. You'll do really good. So she's good with her. She's supportive. So that's great. Oh, that's good. It's really good. good. The parents involved. Yeah. What's the hardest part of the training that you weren't ready for? I was a bit scared meeting the people, um, to be honest, um, because I'm the youngest one there and all, and like everyone's like 20, 30 years old. I'm scared how they're going to react to me. Like, oh, this little kid walking here acting like he's the best. But in the end, I'll prove that I'm the best in the yeah. company, so... I was just scared meeting them and everything. So we're all wrestling fans, I think. Yeah, and I think the community's great. You know, if you go to local shows, we're all wrestling fans. I don't think there's a a tier, you could say. And honestly, that those nerves, um, starting any sport, like turning up to your first day of football training or tennis training or cricket training, we have those nerves because it's about acceptance and things like that. But honestly, I mean, I know that when I was a senior player at the football club, having the youngsters come in. Is actually enjoyable. You're excited about the next wave coming through. So once you get past those initial nerves and you just become a sponge and you're learning and people like imparting that knowledge in, in, in most walks of life, I find. Is that what you found? Yeah, I found they um, like me. Um, good mates with a couple of them now. Been talking through social media and everything. Been talking to them about the shows. I've been, they've been helping me with training and everything. So... I guess that's good, if they like me. Tell me about your first bump. What a rush. Um, the ring is hard. It's no joke. Wrestling's not a joke. They may say, oh, wrestling doesn't hurt. But landing on that ring for the first time, it hurts. Not going to lie. Knocked the wind out of you? No, it didn't. I got, I got right back up. Oh, good. And you've got to take about 20 more bumps, yeah? Yeah, you can never <laughs> do many different bumps. And... What's your favourite bump to take at the moment? The flip bump. So I do a front flip and then just land straight on my back. I love it. It's, it's, a, it's really fascinating because it's something that I'm, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have thought, what if, if only, how do I get into this? And is it something that's attainable? And speaking to you and hearing that it is attainable, something that people can try their hand at, it's, it's a great time. There's a lot of Australians in WWE and in other mainstream promotions. Rumours going around that Tony Storm signed yeah. at the moment. Yeah, um, so that's very good. I've only seen her wrestle in Australia four or five weeks ago, so no, that's good. And it's good for the, the alcohol industry, you know, on the indie level, that they're actually, there's more goals than just your, your, your local you know, clubs and stuff like that. So, so I saw a video online the other day and um, it's something that we'll do, we'll probably share some of your videos when you send them through to me. That's fine. Um, I saw you performing at Hurricane Rana. Yeah. Um, less than a month in, that's... Yeah. What was that like? Um, I was scared at first. I was like, what if I botch it? What if I muck up? What if I get him hurt? But he told me, just do it. I'll help you guide it and it'll be fine. So when I did it, Felt the wind go down when I went, landed flat on my stomach, he flipped over, it was fun. I've been doing it since. Yeah, and I'm sure it's getting better and better and better. Yeah, it's getting better. So have you started watching for different things when you're, when you're actually watching wrestling now? Um, 
move sets, yeah, you know, moves, um, psychology, things like that. Are you looking for different things than what you were looking for a month ago when you were watching that? Well, I've been looking in close detail on how they set up the match and how they progress throughout it. So when I've been at the indie shows filming for them, um, I've been hearing them say, all right, lock up there, um, with me into the corner there. It's fascinating on how they call the match throughout it. And I was like, I'll be in this position and I'll have to learn how to do it. So I've been detailing and looking at the details on how to actually make a match as it goes and how it progresses from there. Can't be a bad thing that you have to tell mum you got to watch more wrestling for research. That's, uh, that's good. This is why I've done the podcast, so I can get this across to my wife. No, sorry, I've got to put more wrestling on. That's worked for me, I have to work for you. And obviously promos are something that's really important, and I think can often get neglected from, from independent wrestling. Um, but I hear you've been doing a little bit of acting and things like that as well with an eye on the future. Yeah, well, I'm into school production, and um, I've got a lead role. In it, so hopefully that brings a sense of character to me and um, how to do proper promos, how to act as your character throughout wrestling. So, yeah, it helps me out a lot. That's, it's, it is really fascinating and it's something that we do intend on, on touching base with you all the time, keeping people updated, getting you back in so when you've, you've learned a few more things and, and really going on the journey with you. If you don't mind us uh, hitchhiking. Oh, that's fine. Oh, definitely. I'll uh, hitch my uh, bandwagon tour for sure. I want to be your first show, you know, out there. Might only have two of us screaming at the start. No, hopefully you'll have yeah. at least the uh, at least the people who are following us on Facebook. Well, we got those two. So yeah, that'll be great. On the turnbuckle on Facebook. So you're setting up the ring and things like that? Yeah, I've been setting up the ring um, last Saturday. Hardcore Retribution at um, the NAW, NAW show. I've been helping out setting up the ring. The wood is really heavy. Um, struggling with that. takes two of us to carry it. It's a really good experience, though, um, to know what you're actually bumping on yeah. and like how these superstars, day in and day out, they're training on this ring, they're bumping on this ring just to put on a show for people, the fans that love the sport. Yeah, and so respecting the equipment that you're using. Yeah. Like, it's really, it's, it's important. Paying your dues. Yeah, exactly. Doing it the right way. Um, thanks for coming in, Gobi. We really do appreciate it. We, I'll be in touch. We'll, we'll definitely get you back in again. Um, and I look forward to seeing, you know, where this goes. And anyone uh, wants, Kobe will both be posting on our page as well. So if anyone wants to get in contact with him and have a chat about how to get into wrestling, I know that he's happy to um, to message with you and, and let you know. Yeah, definitely. Oh, thanks for coming in, Kobe. No, thank Appreciate you for letting me come on. Well, there you go, boys. Kobe, the 15-year-old who's just learning how to wrestle. What a great little talker he was. He's fantastic. He's a confident little guy, too. Very much so. Yeah, confident on the mic. I mean, he should be right in front I want to manage him. Yeah. I want to be his manager. I definitely want to be there for his first match. You be a Captain Lou Albano. Uh, a bit of, yeah, uh, well, we go on the, we'll go on the beer. We can get the little elastic bear. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to look at what's been happening in the world of wrestling, not only in America, but right around the world. Some indie talk coming from Lyle, as well as some local stuff as well. And we're finally going to be joined by the yeah. man that probably should have joined us last week. He has promised me that he'll be joining us. He's Legend. not here yet. Legend. Uh, we won't have to call him. All right, we'll find him. Jay to join us as well to talk... Uh, 
wrestling as well. You are on the turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Back with more in just a tick. Oh, the very, very lovely Sasha Banks welcomes us back for our second session here of On the Turnbuckle, podcast two, segment number two. Welsh and Lyle with me. And boys, we're going to uh, introduce our regular co-host, who is sort of semi-regular because he's only done one of two shows. We'll call him Irregular. Ir- irregular would do. Would you like to say hello to him, gentlemen? Not really. Well, um, I guess we have to. I suppose we have to. Let's say hello to Jay. How are you, Jay? How are you guys? Yeah, I'm on a. I feel like I'm on a part-time contract. Very lovable in the wrestling world, a part-time contract. So yeah, <laughs> a bit of Lesnar action. Yeah, a bit of Lesnar, you know. So we need yeah, that title so defended. If he if he defends his title every seventy days, you know, I feel like I'm doing okay. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having you in the studio one time, mate, just so I can touch the title. <laughs> yeah, yeah I can come in. I'll, I'll, I'll come down. I'll come down for sure. So what's been happening in the world of wrestling, boys? Uh, WWE's definitely been a slow week. Um, I'm wondering, are we missing the extra pay-per-views now that it's down to one a month? I'm definitely not missing the extra pay-per-view, but probably for content-wise, yeah, maybe a little bit. When writing up this run sheet, yeah. I was missing the extra pay-per-view. <laughs> uh, there was yeah, it's a bit funny having, having the um, two pay-per-views in a week and then not having one for about seven weeks. It's not the best timing. Well, the other thing is having the shows preempted from the UK. I woke up this morning, I knew the results, and I wasn't as excited about watching Raw and SmackDown this week. Does everyone else find that? Or I found yeah. watching Raw it seemed like the crowd wasn't excited to be there for half of it. Normally, they got a really good crowd over there, over there in England. And uh, I think half of Raw was from E News or something, wasn't it? With uh, Ronda Rousey and uh, Nia Jax, such an organic uh, title. Challenge there, Which we'll talk so. about later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, the question's got to be asked. Is WWE losing its appeal at the moment? Is, is, there, is there some issues happening there? Because we obviously saw what happened with Backlash and the crowd walking out before or during the main event. I don't think I've ever, ever seen that at a WWE event before. We're seeing crowds just not getting into events since. Uh, is, it, is there too much crap going on? I don't know. Um, I think in the UK, usually you have such a boisterous crowd, and it wasn't. I think part of that is possibly due to just how over the British wrestlers are in the UK. So maybe people want to see more of that on the main show. Yeah, I think it was a mistake not putting on uh, like a Tyler Bate or something like that. You know, someone from Mustache Mountain should have had a match on there, get the crowd back, especially after the Seth opening the show again. And showing everyone why he's the MVP at the minute. And then basically downhill from there. So, oh, I don't know. They, they, there's a few key issues they have to address. And I think they have to do it quickly. Oh, well, they're pretty desperate to get uh, uh, Reigns, obviously, over. And going with the most um, uh, heelish of heels in uh, Jinder Mahal. And uh, I think he's... He's going to, uh, Red was, uh, while she was talking about it uh, during the week, but he, he might get him over as a baby face, so old Jinder. So. <laughs> Jinder was cheered for throwing a trash can at Roman, and Jinder hasn't been cheered in his life. I don't think his parents cheered when he was born. So not jeered, cheered. Yeah. Cheered. Yeah, 
Yeah. Wow. He full baby face reaction. Uh, and if, when this goes to their inevitable match at Money in the Bank and the crowd baby face pop Jinder, <laughs> uh, as if he's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Was every Indian curry house in England closed on the night? No, I just uh, think I just think it's the, the, the anti, Roman anti-Roman. It, it could be. It could be used to get a lot of people over. Uh, yeah. Well, he, uh, he's a heel killer. He's a heel killer. That could be his new. That could be his new gimmick. The heel killer. Just, <laughs> we could get great heels of the past. Come on, the Iron Sheik. <laughs> Nikolai Volkov <laughs> would be cheered for singing the Russian national anthem if he was wrestling against um, Roman. Yeah, yeah. Get Iron Sheik out. Get everyone. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think there's a person. If you can't, if you, if, if Jinder's cheered against you. No one, no one's going to get booed. Hashtag don't hinder the gender. Like it's going to be huge. <laughs> well, it's a new yes movement. <laughs> <laughs> so what, 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 exciting times, that's for sure. I mean, I think we need. We probably need. They probably need to double down the WWE and have two main events featuring Roman Reigns. You take on one guy and then another guy in the next main event. Just. What? The issue, well, the issue is that they're in, they're insisting on going with the management of screwing over Roman angle, and yeah. we all know that that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, it's um, the exact opposite, if you will. It's kind of a it's a hard one to uh, to take, isn't it? Really. Um, well, but Jay, you know, making wine that's another way of making him a good face. So yeah, maybe they should get him to say "sucker and sucker tash" again. It worked a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was that was that was amazing. That was uh, Hall of Fame stuff. But yeah. Now, when I was driving in, you bizarrely sent me a text message asking if you could ask a dating question on a wrestling yep. podcast. I am intrigued. I want to know wrestling what, fans what don't have girlfriends. <laughs> I want to know what you want to ask. Uh, well, I'm guessing that um, uh, what, what what's it called? When you got a um, your podcast listenership? I, I don't know. Uh, our, our listeners. Um, we'll have to think I'm of a name for our listeners. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing there's. Um, I'm wondering about the male female split, but um, I'm guessing that um, yeah, you know, being a wrestling fan isn't the first thing you'd say to um, a, a, a prospective. I don't know someone that you're dating. So. Um, a person that I've just started dating and asked what I was doing tonight, and um, yeah, I broke the news that I was uh, a wrestling fan. So, yeah. how did that go and down? I uh, went down. Oh, oh, you know, not quite as bad as the STD, I guess. But because yeah. um, J- Jay, I was I was dating last year, as you know, and I went. I was going with it early, so go early. I mean, obviously, I've got an advantage because I'm quite striking to look at, but. Oh. <laughs> but I go with it early with something like, um, you know, tell me something embarrassing about yourself. I'm a wrestling yep. fan. I wouldn't go with, I'm a wrestling fan. Let's sit down and watch this match of a double turn between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bret Hart and break it down. That's not how uh, I well, tell them. What, and a reminder to I'm you, more on. than welcome to stay the night at my place if you want. <laughs> yeah. No, we're that okay. I think I think you're right, Walchi. Uh, I think that kind of um, honesty, that openness, is very um, yeah. No, it was good. It didn't. Uh, it wasn't a deal breaker. No. Or, 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 well, I, I he feel... hasn't replied to any of our messages for the last couple <laughs> of days. So, well, I feel you can go the. I can. I feel you can go the other way, and just. 
do what I've done for the previous 17 years. Just totally ignore the question. <laughs> you haven't closet, heard. A closet fan. Yeah, I... She's asked, oh, what, what's the most embarrassing thing? Or, hey, are you into weird things? Oh, I just totally ignore it. She thinks I'm at the gym right now. <laughs> you know, I, yes. Now I just watch Raw and Smackdown in my car. You blocked you know, her on Facebook. Yeah, so, no, you know, just so I block my wife on Facebook. We need you to come so out of the closet one day, Mark. Well, well, speaking maybe. of your closet, though, your whole wardrobe revolves around wrestling shirts. So how I, are you explaining this? I put them inside out in the wash and when I hang them. <laughs> and you can be like, it's ironic. Yeah, that's right. Like, oh, look at this. I found this shirt, you know. Oh, was, nah. Are you yeah. afraid you'll lose her if it comes out? <laughs> well, we've we got kids, you know, and, well, I hope she doesn't tell the kids I still watch wrestling. They might laugh at me. Because, um, cause, Jay, I was, I reckon nine times out of ten when I said that I still watch wrestling, the girl replied with, is that Hulk Hogan's thing? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was that yeah. the answer? Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I got um. I think um. I think they kind of like. I think the honesty and the upfrontness. Um. Maybe because it was it was like I was doing something. I guess quasi productive with it, social with the uh, podcast because it wasn't. It was just like I'm doing a podcast tonight about wrestling. That sounds like I'm being intellectual. Actually, little does she know you just stay at home talking on the phone yeah. about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that didn't need to be said, but like she know that now. But um. Wouldn't it be great, though, so, if you went out with a girl and you told her you were a wrestling fan, all of a sudden she just comes back with a, woo! <laughs> or something. Oh, or you'd, just, marry, you'd put a ring on it. It's yeah, straight away. That's a keeper right there. Oh, definitely. I've worn wrestling, I've worn wrestling shirts to work. I've worn them to nightclubs. It's not a deal breaker. I tell you what would be almost a double Russo, uh, sorry, Russo uh, double turn, basically, is if she said, that's great, I'm a big Roman Reigns fan. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a deal breaker. That. Yeah. That's when you go. And then everyone, and then everyone else in the pub starts jeering you, <laughs> or cheering you. Yeah. Or, oh, if, I'd be, I'd be out of there, <laughs> out of there. Hey, uh, speak. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one girl that you get away with saying you're a wrestling fan with nowadays is Ronda Rousey. Now that she's uh, come into the squared ring of uh, of wrestling, uh, what are we thinking of her first couple of efforts, guys? Obviously, the first match was good, but I'm worried about her getting the title shot. So, not that I don't think that if it was real life, you wouldn't give the title shot to Ronda Rousey straight away because you would. She's the the toughest person there. But my issue was with the wrestling fan uh, not accepting it. Like, she didn't earn it. Um, And my other worry is, can she carry a match against Nia Jax, who I don't think is a good wrestler? Yeah, I think when you have a look at the, the WrestleMania match, she trained for that for eight months with her friends. Eight months? Yeah, beforehand. Well, it was eight weeks. It might have. No, no, she'd been training for a while. And then she was in there with two in-ring generals in Triple H and, and Kurt. Now, Nia Jax, she's on the greenish side as is. And she's not. she couldn't have a good match with her best friend. Yeah, so I'm, I'm more worried that if it does fall apart, who's going to take over? and stop the crowd from turning on mid-match. Yeah. That's what I'm more worried about than the title, even though I don't think... I think it's too early, you know. But if you can put enough, maybe um, Natalia's in there, and if she's going to do the turn and screw her, but that even that's too early, I think there's going to have to be a lot of smoke and mirrors just to get through a singles yeah. match this early. I think so. I agree there. And, and the fact that they've gone... Root, uh, 
with Rhonda really early that she's not wanting to go for the title and she wants to earn her stripes. And then um, literally her first match as a title match is a little bit uh, anti the early character uh, scenes that they were setting. So I think it's going to be that. I think there's going to be a bit of a... Um, it's going to be messy. Like, hopefully it's gloriously messy like Mania. But, um, what yeah, kind of an idiot's Nia Jax? Like, why would you challenge her? Like, yeah. Stupidity. Yeah, that's... that's... Not strategic, is it? No, well, to be, to be the best, you've got to beat the best. Yeah. Yeah, look, I think the booking is going to be really important. So... It's either, for me, and this will be controversial, either you squash Nia and you run with Rousey as a heel or schmoz. Uh, the other thing, though, boys, is that the fans are really loving it. The The uh, event sold out in 30 minutes. Oh, that's the Cody Rhodes event. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the Young Bucks uh, all in, sold out in 30 minutes. Uh, started with Dave Meltzer and a... a subscriber online on, uh, on Twitter asking him if uh, these guys could... Sell out a ten thousand seat arena, and he said he'd have a dollar bet that they couldn't. And they've ran with the ball in the previous uh, six months and put this event together. Wrestling fans have eaten it up. Like I definitely, if uh, I had the funds, I would definitely have brought a ticket and flown over to Chicago for this. This this is going to be. The show's a good town. Yeah, de- that's a great wrestling town. Yeah. These three guys are marketing geniuses that don't have the WWE. Uh, facility backing them, the and they've machine. done this, yeah, machine uh, as it's called. Uh, these guys are proving wrestling fans are more sophisticated nowadays, and they're willing to spend money to see what they want to see, not just what's on our TV screens. I, yeah, absolutely. I think it's um the evolution of uh, Cody has been amazing since he's left uh, WWE. He was quite um. Pretty water for ages, I guess, with different gimmicks and uh, pretty hot right now. He's um, yeah, he's looking looking great, and I think it's yeah, it's bringing everything that the WWE isn't really, isn't it? So, well, and but let's not let's not beat around the bush. Cody and the Young Bucks couldn't have sold out a ten thousand seat stadium if it wasn't for New Japan and if it wasn't for Ring of yeah. Honor. That's it's 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 showing Ring of Honor that maybe they're not being ambitious enough to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. and especially New Japan when they uh, they ran in in America for the first time. I think they only went to a four or five thousand seat building the first time. They should have went ten or fifteen, but they were treading water. They sold out really quick. And now, if these tickets sold out in thirty minutes, maybe the young bucks. That's were, if like I know, you know. there's rumours going around that a lot of those tickets have been bought by. Um, Scalpers, scalpers, and things, and things like that. That's markets. fine. I mean, having tickets not available creates demand as well, which is a good marketing yeah. tool. Yeah, I think that's true too. Like having it in the small arena, I think two things: you're guaranteeing that sellout, which just make makes people uh, wanting more. And then number two is that real intimate arena feel. I think is really quite cool when you're starting up. It gives you that real, uh, almost that uh, bingo hall feel to it. So, uh... Legs yeah. 11! <laughs> that could be the ring announcer. Yeah. That's it. Hey, uh, That's Lyle, it. take us through some of the... Uh, since we're, we're sort of off the WWE at the moment, take us through some other local uh, wrestling news. Uh, so we've got uh, AWF uh, running shows uh, tomorrow night in Sydney, uh, Friday night in Melbourne, which I will be attending. Pretty sure yeah, Welsh I'm, is going to come going, along. I'm going so along to that one. It'll be good. 
Uh, Saturday night they're in Adelaide. Sunday night they're in Brisbane, and they got people on the card from Christopher Daniels, Ryback, Jay Lethal, Suicide, Seema from Japan. Who's covering Ryback's catering? Oh, that's yeah. He's gonna have a decent decent rider, I think. That's uh, yeah. So they they should all be good. Do they have a vegan meal? For <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I'm gonna ask that again. <laughs> I might just keep that to myself for a bit. But no, that they should be uh, good shows. And there is a, some local talent on there as well, which I'm hoping they get the rub or they get highlight, highlighted by uh, wrestling these international stars. Yep. But you know, in saying how good those shows are going to be with the international flavour, I'm more excited about Saturday night, which I'll also be attending, which is uh, Melbourne Championship Wrestling in well, Essendon. That's your home promotion. Uh, I, I don't want to pledge my allegiance, but it's very close. Um they got an Inter-Commonwealth uh, title match versus Slex. Uh, Slex versus uh, Sid Parker. Slex is tearing up every match he's been in the, la- in the and of previous course, three months. Sid Parker was mentioned last week by Lord Mark. Uh, yeah. I, uh, he's in the main event of the under... Yeah, of we, the under- we don't have to bring his name. I'm a bit nervous. Well, he texted me earlier. He said that you haven't bought the ticket you promised you'd buy. No, no, no. no. I, I, did, I definitely brought the ticket. I, did, I put it under a different name so he didn't have my detail. I'm... Still a bit worried about him. But, yeah, uh, two phenomenal talents. And then in the undercard, we've got Indy Hartwell versus uh, Erica, Erica Reed. Sorry. Uh, two phenomenal women. They're, they're great wrestlers at the minute. You know, Indy Hartwell's returned from overseas. She's got you a know, great gimmick. She's impressive, yes. That, that's definitely... That's it. So, yeah, I'm... We got the international flavour that we are going to, but I'm more excited about MCW. Yeah, so I mean, if you're not doing anything on the weekend and and you love your wrestling, you haven't seen a lot of live wrestling outside of WWE. Definitely have a look um, because both Melbourne City Wrestling and the AWA are running shows in Melbourne this weekend. One has all of the guys you've seen on TV, and one has a lot of guys I think you'll eventually see on TV. Yeah, definitely. Go to both, like Lyle will. Yeah, I'll be going to both. Don't tell my wife. You're going to the gym. Yeah, going to the gym. Now, yeah, we're... going to do some research or something, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Research, exactly. Hey, uh, Jay, we're going to give you a, a new little segment here called Kayfabe oh. Corner. Yeah. He didn't even thank come you, to the first you. show and he's got his own segment. He's got his own he segment. He demanded his segment. Oh. He's the only demand. I'm the kind of guy that Roman Reigns fights against. <laughs> The people that management give all the opportunities to. I'm the anti-Roman Reigns. Um, okay, so KFAB Corner, I've got it. My first one for the uh, forever, I guess, um, is the open challenge. Um, open challenge thing. Okay, so you've got a title, US title, the Continental title. You come out, you say you're still. Normally, you're a face, and you're saying. Um, I'm a fighting champion. I want to bring prestige to this title. All that. And you announce to uh, backstage, this is an open challenge. I want to know, how do you take up that open challenge? Guys, any suggestions? I've got a few. Um, I guess there's a few ways you could do it. Social media seems to be the way some of them are accepting the the open challenge in advance at the moment. But is it made in advance? When it's... When it's just there on the spot and it's not announced, and Seth Rollins goes, where's the open challenge? Do they go to Kurt Angle? Do, do they go to the entrance guys? What do they do? I'm just... I'd be jumping out of the crowd it. coming from behind personally, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, strategically. But uh, what, what are all the, the boys in the back? Are they sitting at catering with the monitor going, all right? And then is there a fight to get to that curtain? Maybe yeah. we should put a put put a couple of cameras there. Maybe the uh... I don't know, but the guy who plays the music, he is on the spot, Johnny on the spot, because yeah. he wouldn't know who's coming out for the match, and he's got the right music ready to go. Yeah. Actually, I've noticed some people are doing run-ins, like coming out un- to interfere in a match, and their music plays. I think he's got like the sixth sense there. He, he's no, he seems running. Being a ground announcer and a former DJ myself, this guy sits behind the curtain and he's got a little board with like a button for every wrestler. And all he has to do is hit that button and their music starts. Ah, and so he sees instant. them coming down the hallway and goes, yep, bang, there it is. Well, it's a he was great ha- effort at the Royal Rumble then when we got returning wrestlers that no one knows coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, wow. it must be a big board. Yeah. Hundred, it it's got 101 slots right, on it. There you Maybe go. Maybe use Zadak. Uh, right. uh, could you use Shazam? <laughs> yeah. Could you use Shazam? It's a photo version of Shazam. <laughs> yeah. But I think Jack that still doesn't answer. I guess he goes to the entrance guy is the thing. He's, he kind of coordinates the open challenge. But well, there's no point going to Kurt. I've seen shows where he comes out at the start of the show making main events uh, based on who walked out for an interview. What kind of a general manager is running his business where he doesn't know what the main event is in advance of the show? Kurt Angle. Yeah. That's what kind. He's the worst. He can't even say WWE right. <laughs> he has <laughs> never said fair, it. Saying the name of your company is pretty tough, I guess. Come tough on, thing. he's a former Olympian. Have a bit of respect, Lyle. Gee, yeah, yes. no, you're right. It's... Gold medalist as well, not just an Olympian. Yeah, with a broken neck. I'll give Come you on. a broken freaking a br- neck. A broken freaking neck. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I guess. That's one of those ones that's just going to remain unanswered forever, the open challenge. I tell you what, Jay. You've come out with a ripper first up for KO. We can't answer it. Maybe you you need to ask KO what he did. Yeah, I might might actually, I might might tweet him. I might do that. I might get on the social media and... um, and do some research. I might miss a couple of episodes, <laughs> do all that, uh, do all that digging. So uh, stay tuned. I will get on the Twitter or on the uh, whatever the whatever social media forum, and uh, I'll get I'll get I'll get back to you guys. You'll be back to us by yeah, July. Good. All right, we're going to wrap up the podcast, guys. We've had a great chat today. But before we do, Walsh, you've got uh, some information about a brand new competition here on the Turnbuckle. Yeah, we're looking at running a prediction competition through our Facebook page, which is, of course, on the Turnbuckle Australia. So like the page, the details will be posted, and before Money in the Bank and hopefully other WWE pay-per-views, we'll run a competition where whoever can predict the most winners and a heel turn or a face turn I'll work out the questions I'm still sort of formulating this in my mind as I speak which is not doing he's making it up as he goes along yeah so we'll we'll have a prize uh, maybe a ticket to a, a local show and if you do really well you won't have to sit next to Lyle at the show no yeah. no no that, that, that'll be alright but I'll give you a tip if, with it, if we are talking about doing the prizes with WWE and you want to know the results, just think illogically and you get it close. And pick Roman yep. Reigns. And Roman Reigns. And uh, don't forget to jump on the Facebook page as well if you want to be uh, a part of picking our opening intro song, each podcast. Jim Duggan was very unlucky today. Well, it was 50-50, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? And I had the deciding vote and went up with uh, Legion of Doom. So, 
The Sorry fact that, that all one. four of us voted against Jim Duggan probably hurt his <laughs> chances. Oh, <whatever. laughs> All right, Jay, thanks for joining us this week, mate. Really appreciate the fact that you took the time out of your very busy dating schedule uh, to, to just, yeah, share a bit of love. Oh, thank you very much, guys. It was an absolute pleasure. I can't wait to speak to you um, in the next month or so. <laughs> Cheers, Jay. Beautiful. Good on you, Jay. Well, she, Lyle, thank you guys for coming on board as well. Nah, thank you. Nah, pleasure. And we'll catch you episode three of On the Turnbuckle coming up next week. You're listening to it right here on mypodcasthouse.com. We'll catch you again.